Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, Southstand chum, bearded Orient legend, Mr. Paul Levy. Hello, thank you very much. Welcome to episode 17. A lot has gone on in the past week, I think it's fair to say. Um, We start by thanking, as always, everybody for your retweets, for all the new followers that have joined us. We are pushing well over 900 now. I think we're closer to 950 than we are to 900, which is great. Thank you very much indeed uh, for for everybody. This week has just been mental. It has. Uh, You know, the engagement we've got from all the fans on Twitter and via email has just been phenomenal. And we love it. And, you know... We'd, we'd love you to, to keep up. And do you know what as well I've noticed as well is that what we're doing as well is facilitating other people and it, we seem to be, thankfully, being able to facilitate lots of other people cross-talking as well. Like yesterday after the Jamie Jones tweet, which we'll come to later, there was lots of people sort of engaging with that, each other, which is great. Absolutely, that's, that's what, what we're we here love. for. So, you know, if you want to tweet us, don't forget to uh, actually put our Twitter at address on there, so at Orient Outlook, and if you do... And you make a decent point, we'll give you a, re- a retweet and a comment. So, uh, yeah, long mate, continue. So, should we just crack on then with Absolutely. the week? Absolutely. Recapping of the week, what's happened so far. So, um, by this time last week, um, we'd already put out episode 16. But then around this time last week, Mauro Milanese was officially announced as our manager, catching many of us Orient fans by surprise. I think surprise is probably an understatement for some, but probably to be expected by others. Um, and funnily enough, when I showed my wife um, the picture of our new manager, her exact words were, he looks like a right old mess. That's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> which yeah. I, which made me laugh, actually. Um, but uh, a massive reaction on Twitter, obviously, as you'd expect. Yeah, no, it was, it was um, Twitter kind of blew up, didn't it? Yeah. So, you know, my thoughts on Milanese, at the time, I was kind of happy, really. Um, you know, we just lost to Port Vale 3-0. And... In the previous podcast, I was kind of up for a new manager. Although, I, you know, I don't know if I was naive or whatever, but Milanese didn't cross my mind. Mm. But, you know, it was kind of maybe some people expected it, some didn't. But, mm. yeah, I, I was happy with it, really. Mm. I think that he's been... See, I've been quite vociferous about the fact that he's been... I felt that he's been the main cause of our problems in sort of ousting Russell and the disharmony behind the scenes, I thought, was was him... Um, because of him being the main English speaker out of the Italian, you know, owner, chief yeah. exec, and and as sporting director, and through to the to the first team. See, I thought he was the main the main issue. Um, whether he was or whether he wasn't, I'll never know. But um, you know, he seems to. I suppose the proof is in the pudding. He seems to have got a different style, the right way of playing, a nice way of playing, in my opinion. So I'll keep an open mind. I think is is fair. Fair to say at yeah. the moment. Cool. So there are our thoughts. Um, you guys, hashtag Ben Boatman at Boatsy said, I'm just so confused at how messy our club is. I will get behind Mauro 100%, but Phil Nuge has been given a rough time. Mm, I think I'm inclined to agree with that. Absolutely. And then at Valencia underscore Orient. The good thing is he's now on the team bus and not on the train slagging the players. <laughs> or buying supporters a beer, <laughs> yeah. which is incredible. Uh, Dave Toms at Orient Dave. Made a great point, actually. He says, so I assume we will get a new sporting director now. No, thought not. Uh, he was a manager in waiting all along. Mm. Great point there. Absolutely. And uh, uh, regular tweeter, uh, regular engager of ours, uh, at Georgie Irwin 77 To be honest, a fresh start is what we needed. Although I don't think Milanese is perfect, it's onwards and upwards. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I agree, yep. Yeah. Will Monday at Will Monday said... 
He's got shite hair, but we don't care. Mauro. Mauro. <laughs> Can't wait to sing that in the South State <laughs> next home game. At the authentic Gaz, Nuge must be... Sorry, Nuge must absolutely love this club. To step aside and still stay on is admirable. Deserves credit for that, I feel. I think I think Nugent is, you know, he got the chance to step up. It didn't work out for him. He's probably a better coach than he is a manager. Well, I think he is a better coach than he is a manager. I think he's proven that. Um, so I think his position is, is best at number two. Spot on. And I thought he would, after Menelaze came, and I thought Nugent would walk. And he hasn't. So, you know, fair play to Nugent for doing that. He said he wouldn't. He said he was happy to step down again and he has so yeah. fair play to Nuge yeah. at LOFC 1978 said give Marrow a chance yeah and finally Charlie Belcher made more of an observational comment at Charlie Belcher 1 he looks like Jaws out of the James Bond films minus the silver teeth obviously <laughs> he does he does is can't, it, can't is argue a dead ringer so on Monday the <coughs> FA Cup first round draw uh, took place at 7pm in the evening yeah. total anti-climax yeah. We got one of the worst draws possible. We got, well, an away draw isn't bad, to be fair, at the moment. At the moment. At the moment in time. We drew Oldham away. Yeah, but we could have had any of the Essex sides, any of the more local sides. that Not necessarily that we'd have a better chance against, but just the fact that, you know, a much more local derby. They were pulling teams out from all opposite ends of yeah. the country. It's such a shame. So we got um, Oldham, and that takes place this Saturday at three o'clock. So if you're going, fair play, have a safe journey. Yeah, highest... And Highest league ground in the country, or third highest league ground in the country. No, I think it's the highest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we beat them in the league, so hopefully we can beat them in the cup and progress. And get mm, they're nice, doing uh, well at the moment, though. Oldham. Nice cup run. They're doing very well. Mm. But we'll do them. Uh, then on Tuesday, Vin- uh, Romain Vincelo had his surgery on his knee. Should be back playing before the end of the year, though, although no return has been uh, penciled in as yet. It's obviously going to be dependent on him coming through um, physio and so on. But wish you well. Remain um, and uh, look forward to seeing you back on the pitch sooner rather than later. You're 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 missed massively. That's going to be a massive miss. I feel like we're a different team and Remain's not playing. I think mm. Remain is great. He's that kind of gap between the midfield and the defence, and he mm. works his socks off and gets challenges in left, right, and centre. And when he's not there, I think you can visibly tell we have to play a different style or we yeah. look more um, vulnerable yeah. in the back, shall we say? So yeah, Remain get better. Uh, also on that day, we announced that we had signed Josh Wright. On loan, so he returns to us. He, we had him last year. Yeah, on loan played from a couple of games. And he done all right last year. Yeah, he I didn't thought. really have much of an involvement because Romain and Jay, uh, Lloyd were playing so, so well. well. Yeah, so he only played a couple of times, but uh, you know, from what we saw, he, he was cool. So yeah, Tuesday, Preston at home. So in the last podcast, we asked kind of what you thought about Jamie Jones returning to the O's. You know, some people were well behind him, some people blame him for the playoff defeat, and some people still quite like him. Robert Hawkes at Harlow Orient said, you know, I'll give him a very good reception. He gave us six good years. Yes, he made mistakes, but what keeper doesn't? And he is a top bloke as well. Fair enough. At Joe Pat- uh, sorry, Joe Patton at Pato underscore five. I still think that he cost us the playoff final when he decided to come out for the cross that led to Rotherham's first goal. Bang on. You can't deny that moment. Bang on. You can't deny that moment didn't change the game. It absolutely changed the game. It galvanised Rotherham to then play up because they did. That's that's probably Steve Evans's team talk at half-time was, get our goal and we will press on from there. And it absolutely happened. And then Revel had that one shot. Don't blame him for that because that's a worldie. Yeah. You know, the world's best goalkeepers probably wouldn't have saved that. But, you know, that goal when he came out and he's just flapping around, it's ridiculous. And that's I do blame him. And I remember saying to you at Wembley, I said, if we 
This was at half time, so if we don't concede in the first fifteen minutes, we'll win this. Yeah. And I think they scored their first on like the fifty fifth or fifty seventh. Yeah, I think it was like ten minutes. And from then, you just ten know. minutes. Yeah. But uh, Frankie at Mister Orient said, "I will clap him as he was a good servant to us." Fair enough. At Tommy Tealeaf, I'm going to boo. Although, <laughs> although I'll be at work sitting in a tiny room on my own, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't that doesn't really count, in you, Tom? But fair enough. You crack on, Tom. Charlie Hawks at LOFC Chaz said, "I will cheer." One of the best keepers we have had, and a top bloke. People who boo are sad. If it was you, would you turn down the money he was offered? Obviously, offered a lot more at Preston and closer to his home. Yeah home family sort of thing so uh, Simon at Paddock Inspecto he's an XO he wore the shirt with pride served the club well why would anyone give him a bad reception I think we've covered that yeah Robert Demanda at RD Manda taboo is not an option Morgan Con at Mogsy underscore 97 will definitely be giving Jamie Jones an applause tomorrow great servant to Leighton Orient Andy at Orient Meat Pie says I hope he flaps everything and looks at it <laughs> that's just because I want us to win though uh, at O's Fan Basing Mark Green shouldn't boo but probably will fair point and this was a nice uh, tweet Sam Short at 67 Sammy said Jamie Jones is the reason my son loves goalkeeping so he's really looking forward to working him back to Brisbane Road Nice. Nice comment to kind of finish it off. And I think she attached a picture of him and her son. Like, right. Jamie, okay. so that was nice. So the team was announced um, for Tuesday against Preston and a few surprises in there. Milanese's first game. Do yeah, Wood, Wood started in goal, obviously. Uh, Omo at left back, Lowry, uh, Baldry, centre-backs with Cuthbert at right back. That's because Clark had suffered a concussion earlier in the day. Yeah, he oh, had. Yep. In training, that's right. Um, and then we had Cox, Pritch, Bartley and McEnough in the middle and Simpson and the new boy Plasmati up front. Yeah, Vito Plasmati. Absolutely. And I think a lot of preconceived ideas. Six foot six, another one to lump it up to. Hadn't played for eight months. He's going to be rubbish and he's not going to be fit. And da, 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 I, was del- I was delighted to see him on the team sheet. It, it kind of got me excited. And the excitement I'd been missing for a while. I have to admit, I think my thoughts were initially negative because I thought the same as what everybody else thought. Yep, yeah, all right, we'll come on to that. Yep. Um, good to see when we got on the ground that when the team were actually training, Milanese was on the pitch overseeing the training. Yeah. That's a bit different. Yeah. But he looked like, you know, he had his arms crossed. He was Focus. observing what was going on. He was really focused. So that was good to see, actually. Don't normally see a manager watching the team warm up in, no. like, in close quarters. Yeah. Like no. that. Oh, I haven't seen that or noticed it. It was great. And something to quickly add on is that on the Orient Twitter feed now they're putting on a tunnel cam and they're getting a lot more interactive which is great. So, well done, Johnny Davis and the team there. Keep yep. up the great work. Fantastic. So the match started, and yep. I thought we played all right first half. Best we've best I've seen in in weeks uh, for, from a home game. Yeah, absolutely. We went one 0 down. Um, unlucky goal to concede. Yeah, I thought they, one of their players crossed it in and took a deflection, didn't it, and fell into their man's path, mm. who presented with a fairly easy finish that you'd expect him to take. Mm-hmm. Took it. Um, and we found ourselves a goal down. But as Absolutely. Paul said, it was the best we've seen at home so far this season. And felt the scoreline was slightly unfair. As soon as we win a goal down, uh, Simpson had a great chance, had a good one-on-one with he Jones. Did. yeah. And Jones J- saved brilliantly, to be fair. One arm up. He was going down Jones and he had one arm up and it and it, it caught him. And I think the, the through ball, I think it was a bit of a surprise that it landed. To, I can't remember who it I was. I think Cox, it was Cox and it was played very early. Cox played, him, played the ball very early. Right. Um, and Jamie Jones made himself big and pulled off a great save. And I don't remember him doing that for Orient in terms of making himself big. So kudos no. to the Preston goalkeeping coach 
who's obviously coached that into him. Coached that into him. Because previously he'd have been back more on his line. Yeah. But there was more so, energy, there was more passing, there was more movement. Uh and we were playing it along the floor, yeah. which um which was great to see. And Plasmati pleasantly surprised us. Yeah, I, I totally agree. There's a lot of negativity on Twitter. I, I sometimes wonder how we watch, how some people watch the same thing but get a completely different take on it. What? Because he chased everything down. He what? ran about like he'd been like he'd been playing, and, and was completely and utterly fit. That's the that's the beauty of football. You know, everyone's got a different opinion on what we think might be good. Another person might, you know, perceive to be bad, and vice versa. So, yeah. you know, half time, unlucky to be one 0 down. I thought. We looked good. I thought we looked slightly unfit. So Plasmati looked a bit unfit. I thought Cox was putting the effort in, but you could tell he wasn't quite, quite there. match fit. Yeah. So we came out for the second half, and good to see from Milanese. He changed the defensive formation. Yeah. He swapped it around at the back. So he put Cuthbert to right back, put Amo to left back, and he put Lowry in the centre of a baldry. Which he later, through Orient player, um, mentioned the reason he did that was because their right winger was given the left. Was giving Lowry a bit of a tough time, yeah. Lowry, which we all could see. That was quite fair. The guy was obviously quite quite tricky to deal with, um, and essentially Lowry was on a yellow card. We couldn't afford to lose him yep. uh, to a red card, um, and so from that point of view, he then he then sw- sw- switched it about to someone who wasn't on a yellow card, and I think that actually calmed it down quite a bit as well. Yeah, great to see. So you know, yeah. can only play, praise Milanese for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's he- what we want to see yeah. that we never saw from Russ or, or from from Nuge. I yeah, love great it. Point. Brilliant. Great point. So you know, his subs he brought in Josh Wright for Pritchard, which was which was fair. Pritchard was again tired, and Wright was up for it. Uh, brought on back for Plasmati, who yeah. by the end of the game was absolutely shattered, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, well. blowing a bit. And then we conceded the killer. Um, Second goal, and again, for me, it was quite bad bad defending, really. Yeah. Um, we were quite quite unlucky. Borgia gave away needless free kick. Um, and where we sat in the south side, we could see their player at the far post had so much room. Yeah. Uh, ball went to the back post, as, as we knew it would. Bad defending. Ball went across the box. Their player taps in. 2-0. Killed the game off, didn't it? He sort of bundled it yeah. in, really, under Omazusi's uh, challenge as well. It was just poorly given away. It was poorly defended. It was unnecessary. It's cost us... You know, it's cost us a game. You know, but then during that half, James has made a fantastic double save. Yeah. Um, from um, what the double save? Yeah, Plasmati. He made, he made a great double save in the first from Simpson and then Plasmati. Um, so yeah, we were in the second half, wasn't it? Because he did he did yeah. Simpson in the first half and then second half. First, he made the save the and then Plasmati. Yeah, it? yeah. So that kind of killed the game off. And after that, it was just a case of waiting for the full-time whistle, really, yeah. unfortunately. It was good to see Scott Cash get, come on. Yeah, lovely. Came on in about Fantastic. the eight tonight for me. Came on for, um, Simpson. for Simpson. So, yeah, to round up, Milanese said, it was frustrating to go in at half-time behind. I was pleased with the spirit, but the problems at home have been the same, whether it is me, Kev, or us in charge. And we need to get it right, starting on Saturday. Yeah, so I thought that was a really good interview. Yeah. Really enjoyed that interview, because he spoke frankly, and he, what he, I agree with what he said. I mean, it doesn't make it a great interview, because I agree with it, but I just thought that the points that he made was just really good. Yeah, no, it was brilliant, you know. And I, I was impressed, you know, considering he could have only taken one training session yeah. on the Monday yeah. after he was appointed. I thought it was a good, good kind of example of where he wants the team to go and how he wants them to play. Yeah, absolutely. So you said... Um, Matt Diner at Matt underscore Diner said hard to judge Milanese with so few options but taking so long to move Amazuzi to left back was a huge error which cost us badly interesting great point to be fair interesting at Con Murray 
Um, only one or two players looked up for it today. I say give some of the youth players a go. At least they might play with passion. Sam Kaz at Sam Kaz 9 said, McEnough must have some incriminating images of Bichetti. There could be no other justifying his starting place. Yeah, he's been particularly Again. poor. McEnough did have another poor game, to be yeah. fair, didn't he? Um, at LOFC underscore Matos, uh, feel a bit for Plasmati. For some reason, he carried the can for that game uh, from a lot of fans. Give him a bloody chance. Chris, yeah. Chris Cow at Chris Cow 2 uh, on Plasmati said it was ridiculous. Poor bloke is way off being fit. The fact he even managed 64 minutes is quite amazing. At Ian Manny Rennie John, he looked decent, better with his feet than Henderson, and some of the hold up play was very good. Absolutely agree. Yep, kind absolutely of, agree. Plasmati started dominating the after uh, the after match. I thought after he went it. off that the game, the dynamic yeah, of the game changed. It actually. did absolutely did. We Not looked, for the better. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, Sam Braniff at Sam Braniff said Basmati did okay. Simpson's improving. Lowry is a class above, but the rest of the players were shocking. For the record. Uh, it's plasmati, like plasma television screens. Yeah, it's yeah. not basmatis in the rice. Basmati rice. Sam, just FYI. <laughs> um, at N Ramsden, uh, quote of the week from Woods after the first goal. I sit in the north stand, just behind the goal. Uh, quote every effing week. So yeah, so you know, some people are really happy with the performance. Some not so happy. A few boos at the end, but yeah. to be expected. Jamie Jones got a mixed reception. A mixed I'd reception. Say. I'd say most of it was okay. A few boos, but quite a few boos. But I, I thought that was expected. Really, some of the abuse expected. actually. I'm not one of Jamie Jones's biggest fans, as I've said on this podcast many a time. But I actually genuinely believe that some of the abuse that he got was quite unfair. Yes, he's cost us the playoff, but at the end of the day, he's moved on. He's got a new club. He's moved closer to his family. He's got. A bigger pay rise, probably. Um, he was a decent servant to our club. Yes, he cost us that game, but some of the abuse he got, I thought, was quite unfair. I think if it wasn't for that game, no one would really care. If it wasn't for the playoff yeah. game? Yeah, no, absolutely not. And it had just been another player who stayed with us for, for a few years and we helped him. It just shows you how harsh football is, though, that a player can make a mistake in a playoff final and then that club suffers, but the player will go on to get more money and possibly... Progress his career. Progress his career. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. That's the way it goes sometimes. So, moving on to Wednesday. It was Roman Vincelo's birthday. So, Romain, we know you listen to the show. Happy birthday or bon anniversaire, Romain. Well done. Yeah. Like that. With that the uh, French tongue there. Yeah. Well yeah. Done. Beautiful. See what you did there. Yep. Um, the Oldham game was confirmed as Saturday the 8th of November at 3pm. Yeah, as we knew it would be. Because it was yeah. never going to be on Television. Sky or telly. No, there's, no, there's no upset there, is no. there? Uh, Thursday, it was David Mooney's birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Moons. Who you saw yesterday. Saw yesterday, gave him a shout out. <laughs> Mooney! <laughs> so Got a cheeky smile off Moons. <laughs> that made me laugh. All quiet on Friday. <laughs> and then on Saturday, um, we uh, essentially... Um, through social media, we came into contact with Danny O'Brien. Uh, Danny, for those of you who don't know, is a uh, has been a steward at Leighton Orient for for a few years now. Um, he does the stewarding at the uh, players' car park. He started a campaign uh, called Anti Knife UK. Um, he's fought tirelessly against knife crime since 2008 after the death of a 16-year-old student, Ben Kinsella. Um, he's obviously quite a well-known uh, guy. This month, he's raised more than £100 alone by selling wristbands for a pound with his action group's name on it. 
Um, he worked for the O's um, and he's managed to um, get some assistance from the club, uh, which is fantastic. Glad the club are supporting something like this. Uh, on page eight of this week's programme, there is a little write-up on it as well, but we actually went down to the um, players' car park and we had a quick chat with Danny. Yeah, and, we um, thought it would be great to kind of get to meet him and get to get his point across. So yeah, here's, here's what he had to say. Orient Outlook podcast special interview today just before the home game with Coventry we're here with uh, with Danny O'Brien uh, Danny as you'll probably read in today's match day programme um, is getting involved with some fantastic community work Danny thanks for joining us today uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you're what you're involved with for those that haven't read the programme or don't know yeah I uh, run a, uh, a non-for-profit group called uh, Anti-Knife UK, which uh, just basically shows awareness, and you know, and we do workshops and that against knife crime, which as you know, most people see it in the media, but it's actually happening a lot more than what the media will tell you about. Absolutely, absolutely, fantastic. So, how did you get involved with this? Uh, I got involved. You know, I just got fed up back in 2008. I got fed up of picking up a newspaper and seeing how many youths in London were being killed, and I got speaking to one of the Kinsella family after Ben got killed. Yeah. And it grew from there. We did. I helped organise the big march through London, which was the People's March, which right. was backed by the Daily Mirror, Damio the Taylor Trust, and others. You know. And uh, from there, I realised that I had a, there was a gap in the market because the media wasn't covering everything. So what I do now on a daily basis on Facebook and on Twitter is broadcast you know, and show what incidents have happened. We had one actually in Ilford last night where two people got killed. A man and a woman. And then we had one in South London as well, on London Bridge. So we're off. <laughs> so you're on Facebook and you're on Twitter. What? How do I find you on Facebook? If I want to uh, we just look under groups and it's anti anti knife UK. Brilliant. And Twitter? Uh, and Twitter is the same, but with a hashtag in front. Brilliant. Or a circle, whatever you call it. Fantastic. And so uh, how did you get involved with Leighton Orient? How did Leighton Orient get involved? Uh, the, um, well, what happened was two se- two seasons ago we did, we did a poster campaign, and uh, Zoe Zoe Young was the stadium manager who was actually a friend of mine from Tottenham. Right. Okay. I used to work at Spurs as yeah. a steward, and we got. 72 football clubs actually involved with putting the posters up around the ground. If you walk around the ground, they are still some of them up at the, uh, the, the refreshment section. Yeah. So you featured in the program today. That must be great. That must be. Great. Uh, I'm very grateful to the club of how they supported you know, the campaign onwards. Last year, uh, we sponsored Lloyd James's boots, which helped. And this year, I spoke to Johnny Davis that does the program, and he, and he, you know, he backed it 100 percent as as have the players. You know, I'm lucky enough that I work in the car park and talk to the players on a regular basis, and they backed me 100 percent. And so is the local papers as well. Brilliant, lovely, fantastic. Thanks very much indeed, Danny. Right. Have a great day, Danny. So thanks very much, Danny. And for those of you who haven't uh, heard of this, then it's really important. Uh, give um, at Anti Knife UK a look up on Twitter and on their Facebook page, and, and please get supporting. Uh, Danny's doing some fantastic work there, and um, you know we'd love to have a massive Orient support on that. Yeah, he's a lo- he was a lovely bloke. He was kind yeah. of really passionate. Um, in the interview, you can hear Mark Wright's dad um, trying to speak to him in the background. So that's who that you know if you recognise the voice if you watch Josh Wright's dad. Yeah. Yeah, so that was them. But yeah, if you want to buy a wristband, uh, we tweeted a photo of the wristband earlier today. If you want to buy one of those, you can. If you email danny.antiknifeuk at live.co.uk.
UK. Fantastic, yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, thanks for your time, Danny. Tell him that you heard it through the Orient Outlook podcast as well. I'm sure that would help him. Absolutely. Uh, so that he knows where, where people are coming from. Absolutely. Um, after that, we, or just before that, actually, we started a new feature. We'd like to see where um, our our listeners sit, where our followers sit. So just as a sort of new sort of uh, quick feature, we did uh, sort of tweet your seat. Thanks to the following who have done so. Uh, Matt Bristow, at Matt Bristow. Yep, Darren Houghton. Uh, Valencia Orient at Valencia Orient. Janine Edelman at Janine Edelman. Uh, Gary Lane at Latent Orient. Gary Jeffrey at Authentic Gaz. Andy Homer at Andy underscore Homer. The Whips Cross Weekly Boys at Whips CW. And at Julian Fern. Thanks very much, guys, for tweeting us your seat. And we will do that for every Orient home game from now on. Um, be interesting and be cool to see where you sit and your view from your seat. Yeah, we'd love to kind of get, as Paul said, love to see where you'll sit and get in, and get in contact. So, yeah, we see it as an ongoing thing on Twitter. So Absolutely. get involved. Use the hashtag T-Y-S. You can do. Tweet your seat. Tweet your seat. Let's get it trending for the O's. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. So, commentary another, at home. Another new feature. First, isn't it? Word from the street. Yes, absolutely. Beg your pardon, jumping the gun a bit there. So, another feature is as well, we'd like to just grab 10 seconds of your thoughts, actually. Um, so, we, so, we went... This was kind of Paul's idea to introduce it, and it's a great idea. So, we're going to start going to the supporters club. Or so the we, South Stand Bar or, or outside the club, and just approach people and just say, in 10 seconds... Your view on the week for Orient. So, we didn't... We were up against time yesterday, so we didn't even make it to the supporters club. So we just got to outside the supporters club. I got yeah. speaking to a few people, and then we got into the south stand terrace and spoke to a few people. So going forward, we'll try and get a lot more impact. But we've got a few. I'll get there earlier. I got some great thoughts. Yeah. So should we should we play these? Absolutely. All right, here we go. So this is the first ever word from the street. Go. My name's Daniel. Hopefully the Italian power up front and in a dugout will make a difference at last. Come on, Iorian. Um This week I thought we uh, played okay in places against Preston, but we deserved to lose the game 2-0. Had to take one of the two chances we had in the first half from Plasmati and Simpson. Yeah, um, Tuesday night, a bit of a struggle. Um, but, you know, you've got to stay positive. Um, Hi, this is uh, Steve Clark. I sit in the West End, and uh, I think we're going to win today. Uh, Plasmati's going to score. I've got a feeling. I thought it was a bit harsh that people were booing him the other day. My name's Christine, and I'm here at home at the Coventry game, and I think so far it's been pretty good. Best I've seen for a while, and the team are getting it together. Hi, it's Dennis. Uh, things can only get better. There's, uh, there's the only ways up. So that was the first word from the street. So your views, 10 seconds. 10 seconds sounds like a long time, but when you're speaking, it's not at all. No. So we will be around before the crew game in the supporters club. Yeah. And we'll be coming to you to get your view, word. Word the on street. the street, yeah. So if you see us, come and find us. I'll be the lanky guy in the uh, red orient top alongside my beautiful looking colleague with the beard in his blue orient top. So if you see us, come and say hello. And give us your view from the street if we don't approach it. That'd you. be great, yeah, absolutely. Don't be shy. If you've got something to say, come and say it to us. Absolutely. So we can record it and, and look put it out. Yeah, we look forward to it. So, Coventry Cop. game. Yeah, absolutely. On paper, they've got a really, really strong, strong team. They're, they're a, a really club. strong team. They're a big club, Cop. Um, how they are where they're at, I don't know. So, the team that we put out 
this week, um, as always, we had Gary Woods in goal. We had um, Elliot uh, at right back. We uh, no left back. Sorry, left back. We had Cuthbert. Clark, Clark. Clark returned from his concussion. Yeah, uh, and Baldry centre back. Cuthbert right back. So Lowry was suspended. We had Cox on the left wing. Josh Wright starting. Bartley in the middle and McEnough on the right. I was I was surprised. Well, not surprised, but McEnough I thought was very lucky to keep his place. Yeah, that uh, just shows the lack of... Yeah, with Jay Simpson playing. and Plasmati up front. So your thoughts and your views, Chris yeah. Holmes at Chris underscore Holmes 24. So we'd love to see some of our youth given a chance. Maybe they can add some more hunger and more drive. I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially Kashkit. Um, at Mike Brown Music, all about the missing Lowry today. Big blow. Need to keep... Clean sheets against the teams around you. Plasmati and Simpson to start. Great point there. Adam yep. Mitchie at Flicks and Tricks and co-presenter of the Ramble, I believe. Is that him? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Uh, on form, McEnough should be dropped, but for who? And he's one of the few that can really tell on the quality. Tough call. Thanks, Adam. Nice great, one. Great Much point. appreciated. Uh, at Billy Herring 03, I'd play Plasmati, Dagnall up top, Simpson wide right. We need his pace. Drop McEnough, agree. Right Pritchard or Pritchard centre mid. Actually, I'm inclined to agree with that. Yeah, great point. And finally, David Walsfold at David Walsfold. So that's the best lineup we have available on paper, and I hope they do it on the pitch today. Yeah, absolutely. So we kicked off. The first half was was a little bit disappointing. Let me say, as a South Stand, uh, whatever, South Stand person who sits in the South Stand, <laughs> I love the fact now that we now, in two of the three home games since Slade has left, yeah. we now kick towards the South Stand in the second half. Yeah, much prefer it. Yeah, and I think it's a better, it's a noisier stand, so I yeah. think it's a better stand to kick towards. Absolutely. Not that I'm not biased. No, it is. But, That's where all the noise comes from. Although yeah, the other great. sides are stepping up. But yeah, absolutely yeah, agree. Brilliant. So first half, yeah, your thoughts? Didn't really test their keeper, did we? A um, few silly mistakes. Baldry. No, Baldry, Baldry was a bit sloppy. Yeah, very um, sloppy. And so was Wright for, you know, for, for certain passes. Uh, must be noted, Baldry made a superb tackle. Recovery tackle. That's the key word, recovery tackle, because he lost the ball in the air. Yeah. Completely lost it. Their man took it down. And it you made a superb tackle. But yeah, I think the key word there is recovery. Inside the six-yard box. Yeah. Like, literally, that's how that's how desperate it was. And then the way... Go on. No, go on. I was just going to go move on to the uh, the first yeah. goal. So, as the way the signal has gone, bad slip from Clark. Just an unfortunate error, really. It was. Slips. Uh, Gary Medine then had a free run. Time to pass to an unmarked Jim O'Brien, who finished it quite well, to be fair. Yeah. A good finish. Yeah. Uh, Josh Wright was closest and should he have tried harder to track the run? Yeah, I think he, should. he was the one that should have picked the runner yeah, up. Yeah, a bit disappointing. Maybe, you know. Given that Jim O'Brien was a winger yeah, and he's coming in through the central part of the box, that, that kind of what probably was Josh's job to pick that guy up and he didn't, so he scored. So, yep. Pretty, pretty un, un, well, he was unopposed. So. Yeah, so we went in uh, at half-time one down. Yep. Slightly... Um, Disappointing for me. I thought we played better on Tuesday, so I was yeah. a bit disappointed with how we played. Uh, but the O's, to be fair, came out the second half much better, yeah. much more urgency. And it was great to see there was a want and a desire which had previously been missing. And superbly, Scotty C from a corner yep. rose above the rest of the country defence. Yep. Maybe that keeper should have done better. He got a hand to got it. Got a hand to it, but not strong enough. It was just it was just behind the line as well. Yeah, and we had a perfect view Thankfully, where the the, uh, the match official, the referee's assistant, gave it. And then when that went in, there was just a <laughs> momentous sense of relief around the ground. Yeah. And in the next 15 minutes, we absolutely battered them. Everyone wanted the ball, and especially McEnough. 
McLaughlin had a great five minutes where he just wanted it, and there was a real kind of desire to get the second goal. And it was no surprise when we did. Uh, I think we had a corner came out came out to Baldry, who picked a beautiful cross ball to an unmarked Simpson who headed it spectacularly into the back of the net. And yeah. It was 2-1. And then once we'd scored, we kind of sat back on it, um, typically. And it was a nervous last 10 minutes. It was a bit. And, and we and got to the 90th minute and the ball goes up for four minutes. Yeah. And they had a free kick, didn't they? From outside the, uh, just inside their own half. They lobbed it in. But just before that, I think people were quite critical of the fact yes. that we were running the ball into the corner. Yeah, we should have gone for it. We should have gone for it. Yeah, there was still five minutes left. It was still too early to be doing it. If you've got one minute left in injury time, then yeah, fair play yeah. to do it. That was like the 88th minute before the board had gone up. Mm. A bit too premature for that. Okay. Um, but as we all suspected, and as maybe we all expected, uh, Comanche equalised in the 91st minute. Uh, Woods punched the ball out from across. Which is perfectly fine. I thought Woods done all right. We'll come back to that, I guess. Uh, Woods punched the ball out. Jim O'Brien again shot just inside the box. Two all. Uh, but Baldry, Baldry may have been able to have done better. He's maybe. sort of falling backwards. He's trying to fall back on himself and it smacked yeah. him in the arse, didn't it? Well, it kind of sort of he fell over his feet a bit, I think. So, you know, he he could have perhaps, if he, yeah. he... He saw what was going to happen. Cleverly, he saw what was going to happen and he sort of ran back to, to cover it and he he got there, but he but then sort of diverted the ball into the goal so sort of thing. Yeah. Finished tool. Uh, a decent point, but it felt like two points were dropped rather than one gained. Yeah. Um, Leighton Orient after the match on their Twitter I had a quote from Lanese which summed the match up well yeah. said we reacted well to going behind uh, it's very frustrating because we, we restricted them to so few chances Agree. but we put in a great effort I agree so again I think Lanese comes across quite well in his post-match interview definitely definitely has sensible right things to say so we're now 20th in the league played 16 won 3 drawn 7 lost 6 and we're on 16 points at the moment, so we definitely need to do better. But Les K, at Les LLK52, definitely going in the right direction. Small crumbs today, but a start. Yeah, that sums it up quite nicely. I'd say that spot on Plasmassi looks like he's finding himself, and now he's got a week to kind of get himself fitter. For, Absolutely. For someone who's not played in eight months, he's had two matches in a and space a of five days. Cox is looking fitter, yeah. which was good. Up for Mac it. enough is starting to look slightly fitter. Lowry has now come back from his suspension. Yeah. So we're getting there. We're definitely get, def, definitely getting there. But we lose him now for a good week because he's going to go and uh, mech enough because he's going to link up with Jamaica. Yeah. So he plays Saturday, Tuesday, when, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, I think he plays of that week. No so idea. I can't imagine him coming back and then playing against Gillingham. It'd be interesting to see who we start on the right. Maybe Pritch. Maybe, or maybe Simpson. Maybe play Cox on the right and Simpson on the left. He's got a lot of options, so... Which Roman and would do the right thing. Sure. So after the match on Saturday, we were just settling down to our takeaways or our, our nights out or our nights in with the wife. And then and that we're tweet. Not, that tweet. So we're not going to give this tweet too much time because we've no. been here all day with the response we had. Yeah. So thank you again for all the comments you had. Um, randomly, I saw it, copied and pasted it and sent it to Paul and said, should we retweet this? Question mark. In the time I'd done that, the tweet had gone down, but I still had it on my phone, which is how we had the tweet. Yeah, someone else took a... And someone else, and said someone well. else, but yeah. So, so someone harmlessly tweeted Jamie Jones. Jamie Jones tweeted after Tuesday's game, Carlsbergs don't do Return, uh, returns. But if they did. But if they did. So obviously, fair enough, you've won the game 2 nil. Bit of banter. That, that was absolutely a fair tweet. Yeah. That is absolutely fair play. It's not a problem. So Jamie Jones had a poor match on yesterday. Yeah, and very poor. Two actually. fans mocked him, which he's got to expect for his tweet on... Tuesday, saying, I think if Carlsberg did 
Saturday. No, it's something like too, too many Carlsbergs. Too many Carlsbergs. Was it? Did you have to, not not a good day for you something today? Like, um, did you have too many Carlsbergs or something? Something like that. And Jamie yeah. Jones replied, and we'll just mention the tweet, and then we'll get over it. Saying another home win for you today? Question mark? Question mark? Oh wait, dot dot dot. No, it wasn't. Exclamation mark. Enjoy your relegation battle. Yeah, which and is a bit harsh. Very harsh, you know. Unnecessary. He, There's banter and there was just about, being insulting. I would say, at most, a 75-25 split. People who supported him, two against him. Yeah. At most. And the fact that he's tweeted his negative views. He, sh- he shouldn't have just said, you know, thanks to all the other fans who supported me. That's it. Should or just ignored it. Yeah. Just ignored it. So, disappointing. Jamie, if you want to come on the show... To explain yourself, the offer's there. We'll see what happens. Just to so hear the review, yeah. We'll round up the week. Positives for us. So yeah. three positives. Uh, I'll do positives. You do yeah, negatives. Fine, crack on. Positives. Plasmati, number one. I like him. Played I think well. when he gets fit, it'll be a, it'll be a force on League One. Because he's got the view. Like He does the, the stepovers. Yeah, no, definitely. Like it. Gives you little touches. Yep. Secondly, we seem to be having a much better playing style in the two matches so far. Nice, underground, slick. The only one who doesn't seem to be doing it is Baldry. He seems to still be aimlessly punting it up in the air. Uh, and the third, after yesterday, there was the atmosphere in Brisbane Road is starting to come back. So we want the atmosphere to really push on and keep going through the next home matches, starting on the 22nd at home to the mighty crew, Alexandra. Yeah, it's massively important that we, we get that stand rocking and, and, and support the boys. So negatives this week. Bowdry is putting two poor performances in, in, in our eyes. Uh, injuries and suspensions, it's it's not getting any better, unfortunately, at the moment. Yeah. Um, although Lowry coming back is great. Um, and we've still not won at home. Yeah, so, so the curse of Brisbane Road still goes on, so hopefully that'll be lifted by the time, yeah. you know, the 22nd podcast. Um, Hero of the Week, we've got two winners this yeah. week, yeah? Yeah, I think it's quite hard to split between the two. Yeah, um, so firstly... The, your nominee uh, is... My nominee will be the beautiful Scottish man, uh, who I love so much. <laughs> when Mother Mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom... Scotty C. <laughs> Your one? And I'm going to go with our new six foot six Italian chap up front, um, Gianvito Plasmati. Yeah, well done, boys. Yeah, well done. done very well. Much deserved. So, we have um, a busy two weeks coming up. So, next week we have Oldham away in yep. the FA Cup, followed by a Tuesday home match to Northampton at home in the JPT. Yeah. And then an away six pointer away to Gillingham in the league, who are 22nd. They have played 16. One three, drawn five, lost eight, and on fourteen points. Massive game, massive game. Um, yeah, so we last month had the goal of the month competition as we did the previous month, and that will continue. And it's back for October. It is. You can't, Get your can't votes keep it in. down. Uh, Jay Simpson so nominees, is our yeah. first nominee. That's um, a Jay Simpson for his goal against Dagenham Redbridge on the seventh of October. Lovely through ball by Sean Bat into Simpson's path. Yeah. Lovely finish. Romain Vincelo for his headed goal against Sheffield United on the 11th of October. Yeah, great assist great by Jack Price. Yep. Uh, and lastly, Darius Henderson against Doncaster on the 21st of October. Guy. So to register your vote, give us a tweet at Orient Outlook or give us an email at orientoutlook at outlook.com or get in contact via one of the Facebook groups that we post on. So unfortunately, next week there will be no Orient Outlook podcast as Paul is away. Yeah. So the next one will be two weeks tonight. So in the next two weeks... Enjoy yourself. Come on, there's three matches. If you go and support the boys. Yeah, absolutely. And safe journey to everyone travelling up to Oldham. And we will see you at our next home game against Crew. Keep in touch with us still, please, at Orient Outlook. We love hearing from you. Any thoughts that you got to yep. engage with us? So the next podcast, two weeks, speak to you then. As always, up the O's. And remember, don't worry. Be happy. Up the O's.
happy In every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double